Good evening, everyone. It's a nice and cool evening here in South Florida. Um, Might he, not be evening when they're listening to this. I, that's why I said here in South Florida right now. It's at this nice moment cool. in time. At this time in the universe. But guess what? We want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. But before we do that, we want to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast. Sean, where can they subscribe to the podcast? They can subscribe anywhere that they get podcasts. iTunes. Uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Uh, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. They can go to uh, Google Play. Yeah, all those. So places. why the fuck did I even bother? I don't you no idea. You, you just were, show. If up. you were just gonna, <laughs> add, if you were just gonna put all these words in my mouth. Uh, but yeah, please subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends if you like it. We really appreciate the support that everyone's been giving out. Um, I actually want to give a shout out to uh, JD Hines BJJ on Instagram. He actually took the time out to uh, shoot us a message and say that he liked the podcast. So shout out to you. Appreciate the support. With that being said, why don't you guys go ahead and check out Chocaloha? Yeah, you should check out. I mean, you should have already, but if you haven't done so, we all make mistakes. And if you want to take a look at some of their product, you go to my Instagram, which is Gorilla Boy BJJ. When's the last time you posted Chocaloha stuff? A couple last week when I had the rash guard on. You got to post it every day, son. You're about this life or you're not. If you go to Chocaloha.com and use the promo code Jujitsu Radio, guess what? How much do you get off? 10%? 20%. 10%? 20%. Holy son. shit. We make it happen here. Save you a buck and make you look good. Chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. They actually just restocked up on their vinyl stickers. So get them while they're hot because they go quick. Uh, the hell is that noise? I don't you know. You hear that? That's crazy. Refrigerator's going to take off. Anyway, go to Jiu-Jitsu or go to Chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio and get 20% off. And then check out our people's. Over at Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co., use the promo code JJRadio for 10% off your entire order. You can pick up some uh, rub-on cologne, which is delish. I got a lot of compliments on it, and now a bunch of people want one. But evidently, they're too broke to go buy it on themselves, even with the promo code. I wonder how long it'll last. It lasts pretty good. I mean, I use it relatively. No, I don't mean the smell. I mean, like, how long a bar will last. That's what I'm saying. It's been lasting pretty well. Like, I've been using it fairly consistently, and it's pretty good yeah when we come out with our signature scent i'll talk to him about yeah we gotta talk to him about that i want to i want to get my signature scent so people can rub us all over their faces but in the meantime use the promo code jj radio at jujitsusoapco.com and get 10 percent off your entire order whether it's soaps shirts hats whatever you want off of that website we're going to give you a nice little hookup. And then go ahead and check out our homies over at GiraffeChoke.com. Use the promo code JJRadio to get 20% off your entire order. So shout out to GiraffeChoke.com for all the support over the last year and a little bit above that, looks too. Like, looks like there's some new product coming out. For Giraffe Choke? Yes. Yeah, they got some cool stuff lined up. He's kind of been uh, teasing me with, uh, with uh, little hints about what he's got working on, so... It'll be really cool to see what he's got going on. So check out GiraffeChoke.com, promo code JJRadio for 20% off your entire order. And guess what? Now that the weather is getting better, you know what that means? No. Beach time. You know uh, what it means when it's beach time? It's always beach time for me, son. Yeah, well, you're, you are a beach. Go to... <laughs> no. <laughs> But it's beach time, it means you get to go to the beach, all right? And that means you get to go check out Nomad Surf Shop right here in South Florida. You can check out their website, but you're not going to get the discount. You only get the discount when you go into the store. That's why you got to come down here, hang out with us. 
Sean's feeling a little lonely, so you know he could always use a, a beach buddy. And then they only make you do the dance once when you yeah, go the in there. The, truffle shuffle. They make you do the truffle shuffle to get the ten percent. But hey, look, everybody wins with that. Sometimes you got to take one for the team. Check out NomadSurf1968.com or just go ahead and walk right in and check out their huge selection of surf gear, skate gear, swim gear. What other kind of gear? Just swag. Just, just shiggity, shiggity full swag. beach swag. It's an awesome store, actually, even just to begin with. just uh, Even if you go out there during the day, hang out, grab yourself an acai bowl, check out the hot rod, you name it. It'll be out there. Historic. Historic. Legendary. Shout out to all our sponsors. Thank you very much for the support. And as always, you can always check us out on Instagram at Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Or you can follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ. Or if you've been checking out my Instagram for a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff at all the video shoots and everything that I've had going on, it's Sonder Marketing, S-O-N-D-E-R Marketing. And I think that's it. Let's get this party started. Boom. You can't Niba. Deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators up. Woo! All right. So, I, <laughs> so, so you have Tourette's? I have. I, I believe, no, I don't have Tourette's, but I uh-huh. sometimes feel I have a form of Tourette's because sometimes a song comes in my head and I just have to sing it out loud. I once got in trouble from Tracy. We were walking to a very nice steak restaurant. Right. I can't remember which one, but it was a steak restaurant. And just out of nowhere, I started belting out "Mother" by. Mother by, by dancing. Song. Yeah, but out of nowhere. We're just walking and all of a sudden yeah. I just go, Mother So how'd you get in trouble for that? Because we we're in a you know, we we're in a classy place. Who gives a fuck? It's a classy song. Well, I understand that. It's funny that you mentioned that like that happens to me all the time, but literally from like the second I wake up, I'll have a song stuck in my head. The other day I think I went three days with uh Tiny Dancer stuck in my head. Tony Danza? Yeah, Tony Danza. So, yeah, that was stuck in my head pretty much for, like, an entire weekend. Blue jeans, baby. No, I think it's just L.A. lady. No, what was the other part that got stuck in my head? Seems just for the ballerina. Ballerina. Must have seen it. Um, so, it's been a while, huh? It's been, uh, yeah, Two you, weeks. you, uh. I've been MIA. Yeah, this yeah. one falls on me. I've been so busy. I, like, the other day I realized I didn't train for, like, four weeks. I literally all I did was work. I've been so fucking busy the last couple of weeks. Everything from filming for Polaris, um, shooting for Tatami, and then I had a conference last week that I had to present and host and do a bunch of other stuff. So I've been running pretty ragged. I really, really got tired this weekend and finally hit the wall. Somehow I didn't get sick. I've been eating, um, what should we call it, those airborne tablets? Yeah. Like twice a day, I'm just popping on my candy. Well, you know what the, the, the key to that, it's the key to airborne and all that shit is zinc. Yeah. Take zinc. Yeah. Zinc will keep you healthy. But see, like, I take the zinc too, and then it's just, I just needed it. Like, everybody I've been around has been sick. So for me, it's uh, it's been, I, I don't, I'm not going to say that it was that that did it, but I definitely think that it was a help. And in the meantime, how about... How about I join here? It says sup. What did you say? Sup. Sup. Cheers. Or actual 
backwards it says puss. That's gross. Puss. <laughs> puss. So yeah, uh, been super busy. How's the new gig? Good, man. Yeah, doing good. Did you write an Great. article yet, or what's going well, that's on? That's all I do. Is I write articles all day long. What was like the very first article you wrote? Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, then you clearly that's it's wasn't that important of an article. It's been uh, it's like twenty four articles ago. Really? Oh, that's yeah. Good. So You're it's like pounding. I do out. I do two a day. Flip that switch on. Huh? What's what is the, the light? Oh. What do we got here? I was actually gonna buy another one the other day. Um, the was it the Marshalls or whatever? I was going out of business and they had one of these oh, that was like multicolored and it changed color, but I figured it was ten bucks I can save. For I, why else. am I looking at this shoe on the table? So this shoe is actually as cheesy as it is. This is kind of uh, I don't know. It means a lot to me because. It was given to me by Henry Hooft and his wife, and I had him sign it. They gave me the shoe to wear, and I was like, eh, it doesn't really fit that much, but will you sign it? What hey, size is it? Uh, 13. That's my that's my size. I'm happy for you. You're just not getting this pair. Um, Show the camera. Yeah, Bring thank you very you. much to Henry Hooft, who's actually one of the coaches of our brand-new welterweight champion. Kamara yeah, Usman. Kamara Usman. And yeah, and well, this this the shoe was like it's one of the part of the swag that they give the team yeah. at the USC. So it's like he didn't just give them a shoe out of nowhere. It was yeah. just so for people that don't know, if you watch the UFC, you'll see now clearly that everybody's sponsored by Reebok. But what happens is when a fighter comes in, they get kitted out with everything. So everybody on the team will get a big bag, shoes, shirt, everything. So they can't be in front of the cameras wearing, you know, an awesome Chocoloha shirt or something. They have to wear some shitty Reebok stuff. But obviously coaches like Henry Hooft are there almost every other week, if not every week. So he's constantly packed up with gear. So he's not going to hold on to everything. And I guess this time around they gave him a shoe that didn't fit. So he, um, they were nice enough to ask me if I wanted it. And I said, sure. So he signed it. This was two years ago, maybe three years ago. So, yeah, I've been trying to find an awesome spot for it, so it's staying here for a while. Yeah, but sure. why'd you put it on the table? Because it's signed, and it's cool. And we've been changing what's on the table pretty much every time, so switching it up. How cool, So did you watch the fight? Of course I watched how the good, fight. How, all right. I mean, there's other stuff I wanted to talk about real quick, but how good was that fucking fight card? That was great. That was it was great. Awesome like I was card. like, when it first started, like... That Cody Garbrandt, uh, Pedro, Pedro Munoz. Munoz. I wish we could have gotten Pedro to be on the podcast <sighs> before that, so I, I'm, it's going to be impossible to get him on the podcast now. Yeah, but, like, holy shit. That was, like, that's the kind of fight that you... That's like, the fight that nobody would expect. Like, if someone were to plan the fight and they would tell Pedro what not to do, that's guaranteed what they would tell him not yeah, to do. Yeah, not to do. But they don't realize he's got hands. He's got pretty solid hands. Well, obviously. He's just a black belt, badass motherfucker on the ground. Obviously, he went for a heel hook. He's like from a clinch. So, excuse me. So that was like, oh, shit. He, and he could have finished that, too. But I think it was just he didn't get the cinch in at the right spot. Hopefully, I'm actually going to ATT tomorrow. So, hopefully. Yeah, that, it was, it was like... By the way, that's Cody has lost by that same punch the last three times. Yeah, that last that that left hook yeah. has put him out the last three fights he's been in. Look, Cody is 
he's such a good fighter and his boxing is solid, but I think he's still just one dimensional. I mean, he's got okay wrestling. But he, well, when you get, he gets, he allows himself to get sloppy. No, not to get sloppy, to get pulled into a non technical fight. Yeah. What made that fight against him and uh, Dominic, Cruz. Dominic Cruz so masterful is he didn't get pulled in. Yeah, he got super he technical. He used his technique. Yeah. It was him and Pedro just biting down on their fucking mouth. Well, it was him at swing. first. And Pedro's like, oh, we can fucking do this. Yeah. We can definitely do this. And it's funny because if well, you notice. He la- and he landed on Pedro. Right. Pedro's got a chin and a half. Dude. But if you notice, Pedro made the adjustment. Cody didn't. So they were both doing the same thing. Wind back, duck, and chuck it, right? So the first time, they both hit each other. And then Pedro's like, oh, I'm just going to duck lower. So he chucked it, and he went super low on the second one. That's why he got missed. He's completely slipped under it, and that's the one that landed. So shout out, congratulations to Pedro. Congratulations to Kamaru. Kamaru put on a fucking clinic. wrestling clinic as far as just what you need to do to win. He made. Well, but wait, let's stop before we get to that. Let's talk about. Don't you dare fucking bring up Robbie and. Badass. That's such a bullshit fight. I don't know who. In the fucking gods of MMA that Ben Askren is blowing. But he got so lucky on that fight. He got so lucky. And Herb Dean, I I even made a post about it. Herb Dean has been fucking up more in the past year than he has in the last, like, five or eight. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like like he's the best ref out there. But all of a sudden. He's just tanking it. He's tanking it. But at the same time, I saw Robbie's hand go limp. But he was just relaxing. He was sitting there like, all right, just go ahead, keep squeezing. He just could have sat there all day. I've watched Robbie go fucking toe-to-toe and been in worse situations and not go out and not pass. I personally watched way, it like five feet you away. Want, when you saw him pick Ben Askren and up, slam him, uh, slam him on his head, I, I'm, just, I mean, there was at the best the, I, I saw. I may have gone slightly uh, 10% like I love you, Robbie. I, we... Um, so, I saw the best meme on uh, on Instagram about it. It was the picture of Robbie. I was about like, you're wondering dump- how I got here. No, 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 no. no. It was uh, shout out to Ben Askren for not dying. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, I watched it at uh, at the Ale House with the XFN crew. All right. And there was a lot of ATT guys. So I was sitting at the, at a table with um, uh, Cole or not Cole. Uh, Blake, right? Uh, uh, you don't even fucking know who was there. Oh my gosh, it's it, uh, uh, Cole's brother. Uh, Cole Miller's brother. Cole Miller's brother. Right. Um, Jim. Micah. 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 Um, and and so we were we were all and like everybody just when they saw what and then when he was after the slam. We all jumped up, and then he Robbie's fucking teeing off on his yeah. face. We were like, "Oh, this this is gonna be." And they were gonna stop it. He was gonna stop He's the fight. Gonna stop the he, fight. They should have stopped the fight. At one point, he hit him so hard his neck snapped, and Herb didn't stop it. And oh man, it's such bullshit because Robbie was just wide awake. He sitting there gave him a thumbs up, and then as soon as he opened it, Robbie's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like and and and, and you saw the look on Herb's face. It's like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. 
Like, but yeah, but look, here's so the thing: it did, even though Robbie got an L on his record, he didn't lose that fight. No, he won that fight a minute. No, two minutes nobody, before nobody. That. that that doesn't. So I. Th- That's I, why Ben Askren is like no, no rematch. No, no rematch. Yeah, I wouldn't want a rematch either after going into you know, a fight with a and savage. And that's the best part because now they saw Ben Askren going against an actual good MMA fighter that has good wrestling, stuffs his takedowns. So Ben Askren's takedowns aren't all so fucking amazing that everybody's worried about it. There's no way he can handle. If he can't handle Robbie's punches like that in the first minute, two minutes. He's going to get eaten alive. He's going to get eaten alive. There's Who else is he going to fight? I don't know, but did you see his post after the fight? No. About, not a, it, was, it, was, it was a fight about, it was after Kamaru's fight. Uh-huh. He wrote, Kamaru fought like a, or no, he said Marty fight, fought like a bitch. Whatever. I, ben Askren is, is just a non-factor. He's, he's, a, troll, he's a troll of, of epic proportions. And what, as a... As a fan of funny stuff, mm. well, he can't fight. He can't fight Woodley. Like if he fights Kamaru, Kamaru's just gonna punk him so hard. Kamaru will knock him out in the first round, easy for sure. He's not gonna fight Colby. So right there, one and two. Well, are the, gone. the the fight between Colby and and Kamaru's, Kamaru's already set. Yeah, which is gonna be really bad for Colby. It's 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 well it's it's kind of weird they're they're they kind of are v- mirror images of each other to a certain extent. The difference is Colby is more uh, unrefined. I don't know. I haven't seen him. I haven't like I've. He's never, honestly, it's it's very similar style to Kamaru's. Yeah, but he's more. I mean, obviously, I've seen him fight. And right, like, right. He's got good striking, but well, no, no, I haven't he's, seen he's him more, ever. He, like, he fights uh, him and Kamaru fight almost exactly the same. The difference being is Kamaru is more controlled and technical. Where uh, I just you brain farted. My hard. brain farted. You yeah. fucking went on. Colby, right? Uh, is more like his is more violent and savage. If that makes sense. Which I is, don't know if he's more violent and savage, but he's he's more likely to get caught up in a weird like exchange. Yeah, like yeah, a, well, like but but like an uncalculated. Give exchange. me give me give me technical and calculated over savage yeah. and yeah. And you know what's crazy is that Kamaru, like obviously was super tanked out, like gassed out, and he um, no, he wasn't. He was he, the, he, no. he was gassed out at the at the at end, the end of, at the end of the fourth yeah. round when he when he remember that point where he was just teeing off yeah he was going like crazy but, but then anybody they say they say that there. he uh, he might have aggravated a hernia during the third round so if that's the case then yeah man more more power to him so congratulations to Kamaru. Um, he made it look easy. Yeah. He made Kamaru made that nobody fight look nobody easy. would have ever expected that. No. And you know what's funny? You know what I what I equate it to? It looked like Rashad Evans' return fight when he had that first fight back, where he just kind of wasn't doing anything, and you're like wondering, okay, now he's gonna go off. Yeah, he now he's gonna go off. No, he doesn't. Like that's that's kind of the weird. Like it literally looked like. Tyron was just did not want to be there. Not that he didn't want to be there, is that it was like he was taking a nap or something, where he just woke up in a nap and he was just like, I don't really want to be here, kind of thing. You know what's funny though? Out of all the fights, <clears throat> excuse me, 
the one that was most worthless and I knew it was going to be completely worthless was John Jones against Anthony Smith. Anthony yeah. Smith did not show up to fight. He was just happy to be no, here. No, yeah, that's exactly he it. He literally was just happy to be here. I was like, I'm so glad that I got to yeah, be here. Thanks, everybody. An- Thanks. The Anthony Smith that's been on a tear did not show up. Yeah. So and, and he's a he, you know and I was I was rooting for him just because of the potential. Well, it, it's like he's got a great story. He he you know he's been fighting since he was a kid. Yeah. He he had you know he wasn't he didn't always have the best record, but but he's made all the right adjustments over the last couple of years yeah. that he's gone on a, you know he's gone on a tear. And I think with a little bit more, I think I think the the big being in the in the main event. Just spooked him. Spooked I don't know him. if it spooked him as much as like again. He was just he was just happy to be there. I think it, it's I think, almost like so many people were so excited we'll for him see, being there. So so what we'll see is how he reacts to this fight. He's either going to come Back his next stronger. fight and he's going to destroy people because he just faced. The best fighter on the planet. I went five rounds. Yeah, but it wasn't so much that. It's just like I think he understands now that he could have done more. I think in in his defense, though, there was one or two times in the fight where he landed a punch where John Jones was surprised that it landed. That high kick. The high kick was one, but the high kick was kind of like that was John being cocky, and he's like, okay, he got called out for being cocky. But there was a, a couple of hooks that landed where it was just kind of like, what the fuck just happened? Where John Jones was like, okay, that landed. It shouldn't have landed. That's never landed before kind of thing. So if you if you watch the fight over again, you'll see there's a couple of overhands or hooks that land where he's just like, okay, it's that shouldn't have happened. What John Jones, man, it's like what we were talking about it, and I said, what makes John Jones – incredible is he beats you at what you do the best yeah well he, that's what he did with chael yeah and yeah but but here here's here's where i think john jones the the chink in john jones armor or not even a chink um it's not chink it's kink all right no it's a chink in the armor. no chink is the racist like it's kink in no the it's armor. chink in no, the armor. it's not what uh do I'll, you want to bet? You can go ahead and look it up. Google it right it. now. All right. It's a chink in the armor. Okay. Anyways, is John? People don't know how to pressure John Jones. They don't pressure John Jones. He's he's always moving forward. Mm. Always. Um, I think if he if you want to beat John Jones. You have to pressure him the entire time. I just read something completely different that's got nothing to do with what we were talking about. It just popped up. Like it said, like the definition, it just said uh, a flaw in a plan, an unusual sexual taste or behavior, and it just completely threw me off. But what's the word? Um, There are a few ways in which kink and chink are sometimes confused. The most common is the use of the phrase... I just put in chink. Yeah, What's of course it it's going to be in there, dumb dumb. It's Google. That's what people type in. Right. Why do you think they type in chink in the Expert armor? Expert tips. I've never mm. heard of kink in the yeah, armor. Yeah, no. That became like a whole issue like a couple of years ago with that people just being like, you don't want it to sound racist. It doesn't sound ra- racist. A chink is like a chunk. Uh, I don't want to keep... Uh, Dead air, so whatever. I'll look it up after. 
because it's like a whole bunch of reading. Think about it. How could you have a kink in armor? A kink. You could have a kink in a chain. You, you rich is armor. Chain mail is armor. That chain, yeah, but not plate mail. Plate mail, you have a chink out of it. Notable controversies. Chink versus kink. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. I don't give a shit. Honestly. Um. Anyway, yeah, that was a bullshit fight. That was like actually super boring. Yeah, I almost so, left. Yeah, I actually, I passed out for I think one of the fights, two of the fights, whoever the dumb dumb was that won in like thirty seconds and then broke his arm. Oh on yeah, the, yeah, on the win. By the on way, the- that dude, the last, that guy, uh, this is Frankie. Uh, He's a Brazilian with an American-sounding name, and, and I don't know. Yeah, I saw like he's stupid. He was too busy celebrating and dislocated his shoulder. Dislocated his shoulder. That's dumb. But um, and didn't that somebody dude, else do that like years ago? Someone was celebrating and they jumped. They or something, jumped off the, the and they like broke, broke his, leg. his leg. Yeah, yeah. dummy. But he, he, that dude is a savage. Yeah, I have to watch the, and, the replay. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like some dummies and say that's the dude that's gonna be John Jones. Because that's ridiculous. He's only had two fights in the UFC. No. There's there's other people. But dude's got potential. He's Maheta long. wants to fight him, I think. Tiago Maheta. Uh, like, that would be a good fight. But yeah. Maheta would have to, like, really be on point. Because that one might be a tough one for him. Because that dude is long. Yeah. He's long and tall. And he's athletic. He's kind of he's like a John yeah. Jones, but more explosive. And Maheta? No. The oh, guy. the other guy, yeah. I can't I remember his whatever. name. Um. Speaking of fights, uh, Litton finally got a fight. Litton Vassell, he's fighting, uh, I just saw it today. I think at the end of this month, March 22nd, they finally gave him a fight against, uh, it was it, Valentin Moldovsky at Bellator uh, tw- uh, 2018. When did they finally gave him a fight? Because they kept on, they offered him a fight, a guy backed out, then they offered him another fight, and another guy backed out like a week before or something like that. So they kept on getting him pushed back. So now he finally got the fight. Hopefully this guy doesn't back out, but it's... Linton needs a win. Linton needs a win, but uh, he just needs like consecutive wins more than anything. I think... I'm curious to see how much he's developed. I haven't seen him train in a, like, in a while. I haven't been to the gym in a while, but I'd be curious to see. Um, dude, I've been filming so many people. I got to film Wagner a couple of weeks ago. That was fun. And watching everybody train, it was really cool. And then tomorrow, in the last couple of days, I finished uh, filming with uh, Jazari at uh, ATT, and that's fun. That match between her and Fionn Davies is going to be so good. It's going to be such a good fight. I can't wait to see that one. That's going to be good. That's March 15th, so that's coming up. Coming so, up. Yeah, definitely. If you don't have UFC Fight Pass, get it, even just for those, because that's pretty good. Yeah, I heard you were busy uh, Sunday morning as well. What did I do Sunday morning? Took some pictures for a couple people. We oh yeah! Shout out to uh, Brooks and Anna. It's funny, like the so the way that came out. If it, anyway, back track a little bit. Some friends of ours have been together forever. Actually, my partner. Yeah, one of the well, the the head owner of Temple. He was the one that started it, and then everything else obviously worked out the way that it did, and with Lee and you coming in. Anyway, he's been with Anna for years. They're probably like the 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 power couple that everyone would wish they could be. They are as ride or die Bonnie and Clyde as you could imagine. They're awesome people, just genuine good people. So everyone's always said, didn't he propose to her last year? 
Yeah, he proposed to her last year, or like uh, two actually, years ago. Two years ago. And everyone's been. Do you oh, know how he's gonna he, get married? Do you know how he did it? I remember. I forget now. He got custom-made boxing gloves. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is super cool. It's definitely original between the two. Anyway, it's always been the thing. When are you guys going to get married? Uh, blah, blah, blah. So they go to Vegas, and there was kind of an inkling that that's what was going to happen. They, they got married before that. Yeah, so that it never got really put out there. And then... So Brooks hit me up a couple of weeks ago. Hey, when can you come take some photos? I just want to take some random photos real quick. I'm like, sure. And I've been busy. And then he hit me up the other day. Can we do it this weekend? Like, no problem. I got a special camera that I rented out. It'll look awesome, whatever. No one told me what it was for. They just wanted to take photos. So you didn't know they were married? No, I had I had no <laughs> clue. That was the funny part. I mean, the way that That's I view awesome. them. But the way that I view them. Is, is they're married already married? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, to yeah. me, to me, it's not about the ring. It's you know, you can tell someone's married. They're right. married. So I think they mentioned something about it, but they didn't really say no, anything. No, they didn't make any. They didn't make any announcement. No, nothing. but no. To me, like when I went over to the house the other day, and I was just not paying attention. I was too tired. It was a long fucking week. So I was like, okay, let's go get a photo. We drive down the street in the in the El Camino, pull over to the side. And where we went was a, a private area. So Brooks was telling me, hey, we're probably going to have to do this quick because they got cameras. And I know they're going to have people come by really quick to check up on us. And whatever. Fuck who I care. I'll just tell them I'm taking a photo. Most people aren't going to give a shit. So I'm rushing to get photos just in case. I'm just going to take photos really quick. We were there all of about 10 minutes tops. And then we get back to the house. Like, all right, thanks. What are you talking about? All right, thanks. Yeah, that's it. I'm like, motherfucker, this was my Sunday morning. If I'm here with my camera, we're taking fucking photos. Like, strap up, let's go. You're sitting over there, you're sitting over there. So I just started just directing what we're my doing. My favorite photo is them on the bikes. And that's all, like, the... The, the bicycles. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, the one that I forced them to do. I'm like, you, get on the bike. And then I actually, my favorite one is the, the moped one. Because I told them, get on the moped, you're going to sit side, like, stick your head out, whatever. And it came out really cool. It's not... My favorite setting, but I like the setting of it, and everybody seems to like the photos. So congratulations uh, to Brooks and Anna. Thanks for letting me be a part of it. I thought it was really funny. Check out uh, Temple Martial Arts on Instagram. You'll see the photos that we're talking about. But, yeah, it was just kind of, hey, show up, take photos. And then it was, no, you got me here. (laughs) Take your fucking photos, all right? I'm not going to just take off and kill this much time for no reason we're gonna get artistic in this bitch so but we got some good photos i'll post probably uh, a couple of them this week just to, i wanted them to get there you know. it's th- that was their announcement Th- those yeah. photos were their wedding announcement because yeah. a lot of people just had no idea yeah well including me when i was taking yeah. the fucking photos so shout out to them um no i actually got a bunch of cool photos um released some of the photos that i took with gilbert for tatami those went out there um what else did we do? I got some cool shots of uh, of Jazari. Can't wait for those to come out. Um, the videos, I know that Polaris is working on the two videos. I know they started releasing a couple. So check out Polaris. Uh, I think it's Polaris Grappling or Polaris Professional on Instagram. And uh, you'll get to see some of the stuff that we worked on. But, yeah, other than that, I had a conference last week, man. I've just been going nonstop. I've been going so nonstop. It's I don't know how I managed to stay up to watch the fights the other night. Well, I, I'm I'm in that same boat with the new job. Yeah. 
because I had to move my 9 a.m. jujitsu class to 7 a.m. So now Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Can you do it like six, and then I can come train with you? Because I got to be at work by seven there. Yeah, that's that's as early as it's getting. <laughs> so, I, so what I do is I, you know, I'm up at five forty-five. I get to. Uh, that's got to be just horrendous for you, huh? No, it's not too bad. Getting up isn't bad. So uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I go to teach. I teach seven a.m. Take a quick shower, head to the office, teach or work all day, leave around, you know, 5 o'clock, head back to Temple, teach the 5.30, and then uh, Monday nights and, and Wednesday nights I go to yoga, and then Friday nights I have my church jiu-jitsu group that I started. So I'm... What's it like finally being an adult? Do you hate What are you it? talking about? Yeah. I've been an adult longer than no, you have. No, 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 no. Let's let's be honest. Here. I've had I've had, You've been old. No, I've but you been, haven't an been an adult. I've been a total adult. Then Monday, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I wake up and I go do the yoga at 7. Right. And then uh teach, come back, go back to temple or go to temple at 6:30, teach jujitsu and then on Tuesdays we're doing this. My only night off if I'm going to say off is Thursday nights. Do you have that song? And I've been working in the coal mine. Go- no, over no, and over again? No. Because that's what it sounds But like. I love my job. I love, you know, like, that's cool, I, I'm man. burning the candle, you know? Yeah. Not at both ends. I'm not burning it at both ends. But it sounds like you got a pretty solid routine. But I've got a solid routine. It's like, I've actually had to turn work down from some side jobs. Yeah. Just because in order for me to make a, to make it, like, I have zero free time. So in order for me to carve out time to do these jobs, I got to charge premium Welcome price. Welcome to my world, motherfucker. That's where I've been at for, for the last couple of years. Then why haven't you been charging premium price? I, well, I've been charging what I can charge because I'm also smart enough to know that I'm not going to outprice people in the same industry that they can't, they're not making that much money in. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to know you, who you're trying to work with. Got to know your worth, son. Hey, so total side note. So did you hear there was another uh, jiu-jitsu black belt caught? No. Yeah. There was another jiu-jitsu black belt that was caught, uh, like, doing stuff to their students. I, I didn't look it up because I really don't want to go, like, in the story. We, yeah, we, we've, that's we been... covered it, like, to yeah. death. But it was definitely... Um, I think it was out of California, but it's like, come the fuck on, man. Like, how many more of these do we have to do? But remember, I've been saying this shit for years. There's too many of these people in these kinds of positions that take shit, take advantage of their students. Whether they're adults or kids where they're sitting there, like, oh, why don't you come here with me and I'll teach you some stuff. I'll teach you one of Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't get it. It's like people, like, somebody told me a long time ago, what do you do if you get if you get power? What do you what are you supposed to Did do? Did I ever tell you about the story when I started teaching guitar lessons? I'm making a point. I don't care. I'm making a point. Okay. Told me if you get power, what should you do? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you do? Make it so Oh, we talked about this. You said this before. Make it so nobody can Yeah. You know, take and he's like, No, if you get power, you give it away. Yeah. You give it away. So it's like I've been an instructor now for Three and a half years, maybe four years, and I've never looked at it as a position of power. I've looked at it as a position of 
like opportunity to teach. Well, just giving. Yeah. It's, it's just a way to give or just share your passion. Share, yeah, exactly. So it's like, but there's plenty of people that use it as a. It's, it becomes a power trip for them, and I don't. I don't know why. I don't understand. I, it's I, people have that ego. People have. I mean, I always say, you know how people say that jujitsu is the the douche filter or whatever. Like it's a douchebag filter. You can't make it after a certain level. No, that's not true. No, there's a ton of douchebags. There's a ton of douchebags. I mean, there's so, less. In- Douchebags there than in real life. Yeah, I guess, but, but I think there's still douchebags. Yeah, but I think it's those people that might have been awkward or picked on or whatever it is as a child or growing up or whatever, and now they manage to tough it out and get through jujitsu. But now they get into the spot, and now all of a sudden they see that power. Where they go and abuse it, and it turns into something super demonic like that. I think that's, to me, that's the explanation because there's too many people doing that. And there's too many people that got into martial arts because they were picked on. So it's it's the, the continuation of the pattern is what it is. I think that happens to a lot of people because I see that way too many times. I see that way too many times. If I could sit there and give anyone advice about going into a a new jiu-jitsu school or a white belt, I would say that the first question I would ask someone is like, how many times have you dated someone that you train with? Like, if they say four or five, I'm out. Fuck it. Because, like, that's the kind of person you're going to be. Or it depends on how long they've how long they've been teaching. Yeah, but even then. I mean, there's certain... And if they own their own school, because some people, if you own your own school... All you got, all you're you're dating. If you if you're running it right, yeah, you're gonna you're be not, there. And that's not to say that there's anything wrong because we know some people that have amazing relationships, and it's it was started as a professor and a student, right? So there's like there's nothing wrong with that. It's the people that abuse that to the point where it's like, hey, how come you're dating this girl now? Weren't you just dating that girl that ended up changing schools? What's going on there kind of thing. That's when it starts getting out of hand where you got to question if something's up or not. But anyway, I don't want to talk about that piece of shit, but I just thought it was something to mention because we talked about it so many times, but I didn't want to get into it. I don't need more R. Kelly business. So I went to the movies on Sunday. What would you see? Alita Battle Angel. Is that any good? It was friggin' rad. Now... Did you read the comic? I did not read the comic. Okay, see, because I didn't, didn't read the comic either, so. Um, so I had no preconceived notions right. of what the movie was going to be. I mean, I had an idea from the from the trailer. Right. Um, and it was it was pretty it was pretty awesome. Yeah, is it a good action? Also? Great action movie. Okay. Great action movie. Um, and like the CGI is pretty spot on yeah and like at times you almost forget you're looking at cgi really yeah because the whole eye thing clearly just makes it way too awkward for what, me what do you mean how big her eyes yeah, her giant nor like yeah but, you, but like her eyes are gigantic but all of her uh reactions her facial reactions are, are i think that kind of stuff is what starts fucking with the uncanny valley for me 
Yeah. <laughs> when you start yeah, having yeah. those giant eyes and stuff like that, that starts. Well, that doesn't. Well, that that's the opposite of the Uncanny Valley because it's not. The Uncanny ba- Valley is when it's so. So realistic, human like, human like it, like yeah, it feels grotesque. It feels grotesque. That to me, that's grotesque. Yeah, but it doesn't because she's got. It's big almost eyes. like she's got Graves' disease, where it's like someone's. <laughs> asked. Speaking of which, so when I went to Publix before, I remember like seeing if you want anything. I'm stuck in line, and I look, and there's this lady in one of the checkouts, and I could tell she was tweaking. It looked like she was upset at what the price of everything she was getting. <laughs> and then I was like, man, why are you buying all this shit if you're clearly upset at how much it's going to cost? And then I realized, oh, no, she's tweaking. She was doing this. Like, just, like, sticking her tongue out, like, in her gums and stuff and just making weird faces. And then all of a sudden her eyes started bugging out. I'm like, now, mind you, the only time I had that is if I was really fucked up on shrooms. So you start doing, like, the open eyes, like, what's going on over here? It's like, oh, she's tweaking. She's tweaking while grocery shopping. On what? I don't know. Coke or? No, she wasn't coked out. That's definitely something. I don't know. See, what's funny is I don't know anything about. I wouldn't be able to. Like you can tell someone is coked out usually just because they, their motions are quick and they dart their eyes kind of fast or they'll have the, the joke is always the, the running jaw. They'll either talk yeah. a lot or they, they clench or they like, they wiggle their jaw a lot. Like, it's a weird twitch there. You just see them and just do that. That's kind of the telltale sign. And most people don't realize when they end up doing that stuff that everybody else knows because not from any kind of facial gestures or anything like that. They still have powder just chilling on their on their nose hairs. So you could tell. You could definitely tell. Was it like the first time you ever saw someone doing that? I've never I've never seen cocaine, so I've never... But you've never seen someone like that? It's like, oh, you, you can tell they just did it. No. I've never been in, in that situation. The first time I ever saw... Someone it makes me sound naive. No, it's probably <laughs> good. It's just because you surround yourself with better people than I did, evidently. <laughs> but the first time that I I ever was anywhere near that stuff, that at least that I knew of, I was in an apartment complex with, like, living there obviously with my family. I was fifteen, sixteen, and I was with a buddy of mine at the pool, and we were just sitting there at the pool. Minding our own business, not even swimming or like on the recliners. No, we were just sitting at one of those tables. And this guy was sitting on the opposite side. And he was just sitting there, like minding his own business. But he was acting kind of weird. He came up to us and he goes, hey, guys, I'm going to go do some lines inside the bathroom. I'll give you 20 bucks if you just keep a lookout for me. And we had no clue what the fuck he's talking about. But all we heard is just keep a lookout. We'll give you 20 bucks. He's like, sure, no problem. And he, sure enough, went in there and just snorted up a bunch of lines. Like, you could hear him. We were just sitting there looking at each other like, what is going on? <laughs> he came out, gave us 20 bucks each, and then took off. So weird. It's crazy, man. I mean, I've seen I've seen it all, like, when it comes to, to being in the music and stuff like that. I've definitely seen all kinds of crazy shit. But Yeah, yeah what's funny is, is, like, one of the, one of the things about dr- drug... Usage. Usage is people. People don't think that they know what's that other people on the outside. I don't like think I've so. been drunk and I've been high. Right. Not often. Right. But I've been drunk and I've been high, and and I still to this every once in a while I go. I wonder if people know how drunk I am, or I wonder if people know that I'm high. 
Like if I'm out in public. And I'm That's, sure. I think everybody goes through that. The, you either get into the phase where you get super paranoid or you're going to be like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah, but I'm sure like if you're thinking it, people know it. I don't think so because I've done some stuff where I'm sitting there like, do they know? And then people have no fucking clue. Did I tell you about my last session on my tattoo? Yeah. So what I was doing is I, I was I was hitting a pen uh-huh. before getting tattooed. I think you're not supposed to do that. No, you're fine. It's fine. Um, not hard. I was just... Right. Just enough to take the edge off. <laughs> I just want to, just want to take the edge off, man. Like you know, so I, and I would hit it periodically through, through the well, tattoo. You, you didn't get drug tested for your new job. No. Okay. Well, sure. it doesn't matter. This was years ago now. Right, right. And um, for my last session, I was driving, and I went to take a hit, mm. and I got a call from my business partner Eric. Right. And I went to s- say hello when I, but I sucked in, and I took. A huge hit. A huge hit. So big that I started coughing my brains out at a red... I I was at a red light, by the way, while this was happening. I was on Congress and Woolbright. Right. By the time I got to military in Woolbright, I was freaking out because I was like, where am I going? And then I was like... And I was like... Wait a second. I know where I'm going, but what happens if I don't know how to get there? So I got really high really right. quick because it only took one hit for me because yeah. I'm such a lightweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got there, and I was supposed to uh, send an email, and I totally forgot to send an email. And I went in and started sitting around talking to my artist about what colors we were going to do. Right. And it hit me that I forgot to send this email, and I'll be all right back. And I'm sure the whole time, I was like, I know I was blabbering, blabbering yeah, about pro- colors. Knowing you, you're probably just kind of going into like weird, like facial gestures. No, I, I couldn't even open my eyes. I was yeah. uh, so he started on my elbow because my elbow was was still open, and I passed out. I passed. Really? I passed out. And then uh, we finished it. And then by the time we finished the tattoo. The high was gone. I was like, oh, my God, thank Dude, you. Dude, that happened to me yesterday. I went to the dentist, and they were doing, like, a cleaning and everything. I was so tired. I didn't think it was possible, but I started falling asleep at the oh, dentist. Oh, I fall, I've fallen asleep at the no, dentist. I can't do that. I don't. I, that's how tired I was that they were starting to do that. I tell you, I chipped, like, a bunch of teeth, like, randomly. Dude, like, I had to go and get a bunch of work done because I just – I was literally flossing, and I went – and all of a sudden, like, an old, like, just crown that I had just popped off. I'm like, well, that fucking sucks. It's So now I'm going to have to do a whole yeah, bunch of work. Yeah, I don't know like I've never had a cavity. And well, you never have brush your teeth either. I can smell that shit from here. I brush my teeth. Actually, I don't brush my teeth daily. See, I know. I, I know. I'm sitting across from you. I, I brush know. my teeth every other day. Uh-huh. And then both days on the weekend. Um, then I also then I floss the other days. and I And I rinse... Every you day. just rinse after? No, I mean like, I rinse with Listerine right. after every day. That, yeah, that I have to do every day. And and the uh every, I used to be freaked out to tell people my my uh your hygiene my habits. hygiene habits with my mouth because they're like, Oh, you don't brush your teeth every day? And as it all stemmed from I read an article uh, about how brushing your teeth Every day damages your enamel. damages your enamel. I, I read that too. Uh, to be honest, I think it just depends on 
your genetics and how like your teeth are because genetically I have weaker enamel like my mom had to do a whole bunch of dental work and my dad too but it's just weaker enamel we all brush our teeth every day we all floss it's just the way that it yeah. is that's why I take so good care of mine anyway that's why even now I just stopped drinking coffee it's like except for last week I fucking did I oh, I didn't fucking tell you I was so exhausted so we were supposed to record last week but I was uh, actually hosting an award show, and I was dri- I was actually driving by the hotel, the hotel, That's and I was funny. like, I kept ta- I was texting, I was like, eh, when you were I'm texting me, I was like in the middle of like giving uh giving my speech on stage and stuff like that, but I stopped drinking coffee January first. That was like my last cup of coffee. I had a headache, a consistent low level headache for two weeks. I was drinking a lot of coffee leading up to that. So I quit it. I think I had one cup maybe just to kind of give myself a haha, congratulations, you went 30 days with no coffee. Got another headache for a week. So I was like, all right, I'm done. I was so exhausted at this conference because I went Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, no sleep. I got a couple of hours that Wednesday night, Tuesday night, and then another two days of no sleep. I was drinking eight cups a day just to get by. I had to just constantly drink coffee, constantly drink coffee. After that, and then I went to the dentist. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done, man. I can't. As much as I love coffee, I'm going to have to take a giant break from it. I fucking love coffee. But uh, I got to take a break. That's it. Coffee doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect me either. I just love the routine. I needed the caffeine. I like, I like five no, the or six caffeine, cups. Caffeine doesn't affect me. Yeah, but at five or six cups, it's oh, gonna, I'm sure at five me, or six yeah. cups, I'll be fucking. But I drink one to two. Well, I I drink probably two to four cups a day because I drink a big. Yes, yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, mug full. Uh, you know, and and um, but it's the flavor of coffee that yeah, I like. It's that's not what that I, love I don't it. I don't love the. The feeling I don't get a jolt from it. Yeah. I could drink. I could drink that same cup of co- that same like Jug. two cups of coffee right. and go right to sleep. No problem. No, me too. Um, when I when I did that uh, vegetarian fast, the Daniel yeah. fast, there was no coffee on it. I drank coffee for twenty one days. Didn't have a headache. None yeah. of that stuff. Um, I just love the taste of coffee. Yeah, I coffee's really do. delicious. You never had the caveman coffee. No. It's well, I've had. I've had. I've had the nitro. Uh, no, no, no. I've had what's it called coffee, bulletproof coffee. Yeah, that's bullshit. But uh, I haven't had caveman. Caveman coffee is really fucking good. What, it's actually really worth the money. What um, What I've noticed is that oh, here we go. It should be all right. It's not too loud. It'll uh, pass by. So you guys hearing that? That's an airplane. That airplane because uh, we're at the uh, double we're hanger, hanger hanger eighteen. We never did actually come up with a name. I was going with Hangar 18. That's what I want to go with. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll figure that out. But, um... You're good. Not bad. So, uh... I, like... My grandmother got me started on coffee when I was, like, five years old. Yeah. It was, But it was, like, mostly milk, splash coffee. Yeah. And some sugar. It's so good that way too, though. Oh, it's so that's a, good. Basically, my grandmother was making me lattes without heating up the milk. Yeah, you know, it was like, and I used to love it. And I like, and I would drink it. She would make it for me at night before I went to bed. 
And yeah. I was always, I was she always been able giving to... you like decaf and didn't. Know no, they didn't do decaf. It's just I, that was my grandparents. That was their like yeah. ritual. Every night right. they would make coffee. Yeah, but see, you if for an Italian or Spanish culture, that's normal. For like, if you came over to my house, right, and we're having a party, let's say we're having a barbecue. If this was back in the day when we were all younger, it would be everyone shows up around four or five, start grilling, start having drinks, whatever, relaxing, start eating around seven thirty, eight o'clock, and then you eat until ten. Ten, and, and then, then people start bullshitting. Dessert comes out, cards and then come becomes out. like coffee, then the cards, whatever, and then it goes on to one or two o'clock. So everybody's yeah. drinking coffee, and everybody's fine. Um, if you're in more of the Argentinian culture, it'll be yerba mate. So you'll drink mate, and you'll have that. Everybody has that. I brought you one, didn't I? I brought you a cup from Argentina, didn't I? Not the cup. You brought... Um, I gave you the bomba. Yeah. The bombillo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the... Damn. Did I really bring you that from Argentina? I don't know. Yeah, I gave you one. I brought it from Argentina. I don't know where you... Shit, did we, you, have you we known know. each other that long? Fuck. No, no, no. You know what you gave me? You didn't give me that. You gave me actual tea. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave you the tea. You gave me the tea. You didn't give me... Yeah, but me... even then, that means I brought that back from Argentina. Fuck, I didn't realize we knew each other that long. Because well, that was a long time ago. Well, it might have been old, because we've known each other probably... Six years? Five years? or six years? Yeah, I think it's like six or seven. No, it can't be that long. I think so. Because I've had my bluebell for a while. So... Yeah, I think it's like six years. I think it's, yeah. Yeah. Man, Tom's been gone for two. Two and a half now. Two and a half. Speaking of which, well, I told you about what happened after we had that podcast where someone reached out to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool that that podcast with Tom was actually really cool. I think it definitely helped out a lot of people. And it, it, what's funny is is what somebody else said, like, you know, uh, Luke Perry passing away this uh, you see the other how day. many people are freaking out over yeah. that now well like saying how cool of a guy he was yeah like but which now, is cool. all of a sudden but now everybody's freaking out about having a stroke say oh well if luke perry was so young he had a stroke i mean the guy was 50 something right? 52 it's 52. Young. that's young to die from a stroke not really yeah it is no 50 50s are the new 40s that's just the way it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like 52 is young to die from a stroke. He was strong. He was but healthy. But can you imagine this guy did so much? He did so much charity work, and he dies, and now he's like the poster child for getting your heart checked so you don't have a fucking stroke. Well, it's important, man. It's and important. I'm not saying it's not, but, but just how like, much just does like that Tom, suck? you know. Yeah. Tom, Tom looks like the poster child now. <laughs> but, you know, it, but it's one of those things. There's things that we don't realize is going wrong with our bodies. We feel good. We right. look fine. But you don't know. You but don't know, you don't know what's things. going on. Well, most the people inside. don't. You're not going to feel the. And most men, if you're. Most men don't go to the doctors. Yeah. I just ran out of my uh, high blood pressure medication. Yeah. I've been on high blood pressure pressure medication since I was 33. Really? My mom and my grandfather both got put on it in their 30s, too, so it's a genetic thing. Right. And uh, I just ran out of it, and um, I went to make an appointment, or I went to call in to see if my doctor would call in a refill, and they are like, no. I'm like, why? They're like, you haven't been here since December of 2016. Yeah, it makes sense. You or 2017. Go. Yeah, you got to go back and get right. it checked out. But it's like, I don't go to the doctor unless something's wrong with me. Most men don't go to the doctor yeah. to to. But you know me. I'm the, the same doctor. way. Like I'm no, the I know same that way. it's a man but, thing. We don't go to the doctor. But now, like 
with the thing with Tom and other stuff with my family and stuff, now I'm just more, all right, I'm just going to go in. I'll take the hit. I'd rather just go in and get it checked up. And, and I'm paying the price for going so long without going to the doctors and stuff like that. And it's funny, like it, but jujitsu injuries are the same way. Yeah. You don't go to doctors. Yeah. You just rest or you train around the jujitsu injury. Look, yeah. I've been dealing with my bad back for two years now. Yeah, well, I took eight months off because I pulled my groin muscle. That was uh, that was twenty sixteen. I had to take the tor- the the eight months off. Right, and then I tore my MCL. That one I went through. I took like a month off, but then I went through the rest. So it's like we deal. It's funny how we'll deal with these injuries because even the, worse if you got a high pain the, tolerance. The, the surgery. Like you probably should have gotten surgery on your to- your groin because it, mm. but you didn't probably didn't have insurance yeah. at the time. Yeah. But like if you could have had ins- insurance, you probably would have been back quicker than eight months. I would rather get go to like Novagenics, get a PRP shot instead of. Oh, imagine getting that in your groin. It probably would be really good for you. You'd probably have boners for days. I don't want boners for days. I do. The doctor says if you, th- that commercial says if you have a boner for more than four hours, you need to call somebody. <laughs> don't do you, you remember do? that commercial? <laughs> yeah, no, it'll say eight hours. I think it's eight hours. No, I think it's four hours. I forget. A four hour someone fucking actually, erection. Someone actually gave me the medical explanation as to why. As to why that's bad. Have you ever heard it? No. Because I completely going way back into my mind to try and pull this out but basically it's because it pulls in your like junk and it actually starts to like stay in there and it starts to i guess like either like rot the muscle or ruin like the muscle and it starts to like decay so oh shit that was creepy and then um you you basically lose it altogether. what do you mean lose it like you lose it like it ain't working no more Oh, lose lose the ability to yeah to to have one like it's basically done for like you might actually have to get it like amputated. So that's an actual thing. Yeah, I forget the actual specifics, but I I think it was it was our Ty Ty remember because I asked him like really it's like is that really a thing? Because I mean if I walked around with a bone for eight hours I'd be totally fine as long as it's something like not during a work time or something. I'd be like hey. What's up? Knocking cups off of desks and stuff. <laughs> well, I, I I just learned something recently that would have came in handy years ago. Uh, tuck that, it? No, how, <laughs> how to make an erection go away. Like, you ever, remember when you were in school? Uh, remember? Or, you never did the backpack? You got to do the backpack. Where you cover it up? Yeah, you put the backpack in the front. That's why people carry backpacks. Here's a pro tip. If you ever see a guy walking around with a backpack in the front, he's either trying to steal from you or he's covering, or he's covering a boner. But... I just learned how to make those spontaneous boners go away. <laughs> I don't even want to know. You don't want to know? It's I a great really, trick. It's no. easy. And I've, I've experimented you with yourself it. yourself in the junk? No. All you do is you flex your quads <laughs> as hard as you can. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. And, but it works. <laughs> so what? you telling me you just made yourself get a boner and be like, right, No, I didn't make myself get a No, after reading this, after reading this, <laughs> this tip. I got, you know, we oh, we God. get spontaneous boners, so I got a spontaneous boner. I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want this spontaneous boner. Let me see what I can do with so it. So what? You kill your morning wood? Just be like, check this out. You <laughs> just, you just flex your calves as hard as you can. Wait, you said your quads. Yeah, I meant 
quads. Well, which one is it? It's your quads. Your boner knowledge is very Cause, minimal, cause, evidently. Because <laughs> the calves are too far away. You gotta. It's gotta. It's gotta be the quads. It's freaky. I was like, oh, look at that. It works. Like it's not like it's when not like immediate. Have, at what point in time are you after? I don't know. Let's say twenty five, where you'd be like, oh man, I really can't have this boner right now. I got to get rid of this really quick. Like if you're like. It's not like you're walking around Disney and all of a sudden like, oh, I got a well, boner. Well, I gotta get I'll rid tell of this. you, like, like. Are you going to church? No, no. I was in um, Starbucks the other day working, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I and I like I'm sitting there, and, I, and like I got to go to the bathroom, and I was about to get up. I'm like, whoa, I can't get up right now. <laughs> I got a boner. I wasn't thinking of anything. I wasn't watching anything. I was I was literally working on an article, but like sometimes so it's just about that article just set you it's off, a, huh? It's no, I think honestly it's like sitting in certain chairs. Like we'll we'll what? massage the prostate. What kind of chair are you sitting on, man? Wood, the wood, have you sat on a wooden chair at, at at it's like very it's like like there's nothing there. It's just I wood. I can easily say I've never gotten a boner from sitting on a wooden chair. Well, it's, it's I don't know you. what kind of wooden chairs you're sitting on. The ones at Starbucks. Anyways, I had to go to the bathroom and I wasn't going to get up and walk through Starbucks with a rager. Right. So, I sat there and I flexed my quads really hard <laughs> for about 20 seconds and then I after like and like after that, I waited another like thirty seconds to a minute, and it went away. I was like, "Oh, that works," and went and went to the bathroom and came uh, back, sat back down. Yeah, I can't think of a, of a situation like you, you, where I you, can like you're not at work, and all of a sudden you've gotten one. No, I'm sorry, your junk doesn't work. No, my junk works just fine. I just have enough control with myself not to be like, "Oh it's my not, god, I got a boner." It's not that I'm. It's not even that you. I'm thinking of anything. Sometimes they just happen. They just. You're saying you don't get spontaneous boners. I mean, I do, but not while I'm sitting there at work. Why is Why is sitting at work matter of anywhere else? Spontaneous is spontaneous. My head's in the game, I guess. So is mine. Maybe that's the problem. Is I'm so. I don't know what kind of game you're playing. I'm so into what I'm doing. Is it just turns you on? No, I'm not. Yeah, this article. I don't even care. It's like it's not even about that. I wish. I wish it was about that. Probably just because you're relaxed. Well, no, it's just my brain is. But you're also like. Don't you take stuff too? What do you mean? Don't you take like? Oh no, that's that's somebody else. I was saying that like you take like the IVs. You do like the, the replacement therapy. No. Uh, that's funny. No, sorry. But you're so, on your own. You're on your own there, boner man. Well, I guarantee you, there's plenty of men out there who's junk. I think works. back in the day, it used to happen to me when I was in like in private school and you're like in church, and like, damn it, now I got to sit there and tough this one. I was like, fuck, I got to go up there for communion. Or have you ever like nodded out, like you're at your desk and you take a little nap? No, because I actually do my fucking job when I'm working. I don't just randomly take a nap in the middle sometimes of the day. Sometimes you need to take a nap in the middle of the day. I take them. For, sometimes I'll take them for lunch. Like not, like when I worked at, at an office. What I would do is like, sleep during the, take a lunch and I would go and sleep in my car just to take that a I've quick done. break. Yeah, yeah. that I've done that like a lunch break. I'll be like power nap in the car, but yeah. not like at my desk. Be like, well, instead of going, what I would do is instead of going to my car, I would just stay at my desk. And I put my head down or. or Are you one my of feet? those people that you can just close your eyes and instantly fall asleep? I can go to sleep anywhere. I fucking can't stand that. It takes me like a good, I don't know, anywhere from like 30 minutes to like 45 minutes to really finally pass out. Uh, once we're done here, 
I'll get home. I'll pack my bag for the next day, say my prayers, put my head down on the pillow, and within two minutes I'll be sleeping. Yeah, that shit does not work for me. I have. To I can like, fall asleep right here in about five minutes. I I have to take like ZMA to fall asleep. Like I can't do melatonin. I take ZMA. That I found out like really. Why happening. can't you do melatonin? It just puts like a hole in my stomach. It literally feels like fire. It makes you feel like if you have like an ulcer. And it's just whatever you eat, just like set you your know what stomach you should on try? fire. You should try uh, the on it melatonin spray. I tried that. That's no, nothing. Nothing that like nothing with melatonin in there works for me. Like sure, I'll fall asleep, but then I'll wake up with my stomach on fire, absolutely on fire. ZMA. So like I had for for those of you who might have issues sleeping as well, I got so fed up with man. I can I barely slept through high school. I would I would have to randomly sleep during the day. Honestly, I could not fall asleep at night in high school. And I got so fed up with it that I just started doing tons and tons of research on there. And it's figuring out, okay, well, what's your diet like? What are you doing this, 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 and this? And then I found out that a majority of the reasons why people have sleeping disorders and it's not insomnia is because of lack of zinc and magnesium in their diet. So I was like, okay, well, what can you take for this then? Melatonin has a lot of issues. If you take a lot of melatonin, it starts to fuck with your body's natural production of melatonin. So then you're going to have to keep on taking these sleeping pills to go to sleep, go to sleep. The ZMA doesn't work that way because it's zinc. It's all just supplements. So it even has, I want to say it's like B6 or something in it. B6 will keep you awake. It's, it's one of the Bs. It's either B12 or B6. That is in the ZMA, like, supplements, no matter which one you get. Man, I take, you're supposed to take three, so I take three. Within 50 minutes, I'm out, and it's the best sleep you're going to get. I still have the issues where I wake up in the middle of the night, but that's just obviously my body. I could easily go back to sleep at that point in time than I would if I didn't take it. But that thing saved my life. And that and those computer glasses, those just fucking... Computer glasses? Yeah, the the blue blockers that I wear. Yeah, I haven't shown you those? No. You should get those too, man. That would probably be really good. I got to wear these glasses. Right, but they, you can put um, a little, like, not veneer, but like a little, like, uh, tint on them, and it's just blue blockers. So what it does is it blocks the, the white light, the blue light that comes off of your screen because mm-hmm. it fucks with your uh, circadian rhythm. Right, right, right. I heard that. I started take, I started wearing them. Because now I'm on the computer, what, 12, 14 hours a day, easily, even with my phone. Man, I'll put them on to play video games, to work on the computer, whatever, when I edit photos. It gives a little bit of an extra tint, so I have to compensate for it. But, oh, it helped me out so much. I don't get, like, my eyes don't strain. I don't get any kind of headaches. You definitely got to try them out. It, Maybe it's I will. It's so worth it. I've, everyone that I've gotten to try it, everybody's loved them. It saved my freaking life for sure. Because I was starting to really lose my vision. This eye is really bad, though. I'm starting to go blind. I was going to ask you a question. I totally forgot now. Um, Oh, so speaking of Luke Perry, um, the guy from Prodigy, Keith Flint, died too. But you see what happened? Well, I know he committed suicide. Committed suicide. Is it fucked up for me to think that if that was me, I would have set myself on fire? Because you're the fire starter. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been, like, the way to fucking go out if you were him? 
I don't know, but that album, that first album, The Fat of the Land. That's not the first album. Well, no, the one that, yeah. like... That that was the big one, yeah. The Fat of one. the Land was the one that really set them off, because Firestarter came out before that. By the way, uh. that album still holds up. No, that album is sick. Right now, to, to yeah. this day. It's smack got, My Bitch it's Up. Got, smack My Bitch Up. It's got Firestarter. It's got... Um, damn, I listened to that album incessantly incessantly i listened that was my first real introduction to house music and techno and stuff like yeah, that it's electro yeah it fuck i listened the shit out of that album i don't know how i didn't wear it out and i never got to see them live they played i think they were here like a i couple did see years them ago. live did you i saw them live down at it was a uh it was like buzz bake sale or something no 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 they they played a rave down in miami yeah that i went to and and uh it was you know this was years ago. It was right after Fat Atlanta. Like they were the big headliner. Yeah, let me pull it up. But it was down in Miami so at Bayside. So I I did see them live. They did, they didn't release how he how how he committed suicide. I think they did today, but they just said that he committed suicide, which just sucks, man. You never know. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about that the other day. And King Kong Bundy was the third. King Kong Bundy. Uh, I think somebody else did too. But. They always say celebrities die in threes. Luke Perry. Keith Flint. Yeah. King Kong Bundy. Smack my bitch up. Breathe. Diesel power. Funky shit. Serial thriller. Minefields. I walk through minefields. Fuel my fire. Yeah, this album is the shit. Like, that was probably the definitive 90s. Like techno, techno album. yeah. Um, you know what's you know what still holds up. Speaking of, evidently your boners. Well, yeah, that's. <laughs> but uh, pretty hate machine. Yeah, still holds up. Yeah, it's a good album. That album, by the way, this year mm. is thirty years old. Really, Fuck. came out in eighty nine. Trying to think, what other albums that could really really hold up. Like obviously, like Metallica's Black Album or Master of Puppets, those albums are good. Well, uh, Appetite for Destruction. Appetite for Destruction for sure. That album is hits front to back. Every single one of those songs on that album is a hit. I can remember like when I listened to the to Appetite, I like I can go back in time. Yeah. And oh, for sure. And like, I still have the tape. I still have the tape when I first found it was a bootleg copy of Guns N' Roses. That like that is hands down the a pivotal moment in my life. That I'll never get rid of that tape. I'll never get rid. I of I really, really this year. I really want to. Like when they tour, and like hopefully they I already tour told again. You, they're, they're, they are. They're setting up the tour dates. Well, I thought we were talked about. Uh, There's Kiss. I definitely want to see Kiss. I definitely want to see. Um, oh, I'm gonna see Tosh Sultana. You don't know her, right? right? <laughs> no. She's she's actually really good. She's from Australia. But she's coming in concert. I bought my tickets as soon as they came out. Um, hopefully the Dirty Heads. I think the Dirty Heads are coming up here or down here in a couple of weeks. That's my buddy. I go, yeah, I'll yeah. go see Dirty Heads. But that's all the way up in Orlando. Oh, fuck that. It's worth it, though. They're such a good show. And I think it's with, like, the Expendables. But, like, I would, I would, I would drive to Orlando for... You didn't even drive to Orlando for Clutch. I understand that. I said I would drive to Orlando for Guns N' Roses. Well, that's where they had it last time too. Well, they did Miami as well. 
Yeah, those concerts sold out. They were insane. Yeah, they were priced. quick. But I'm, you know, Guns N' Roses. I, I I've seen Metallica a bunch. Um, so I I don't need to see Metallica again. I I would. I'm just saying. Slayer's coming. Shit, I gotta get my tickets. Oh, for isn't Slayer. that? Oh, it's their farewell tour. Yeah, I gotta get my tickets for that. Fuck, I gotta look that up. I'm looking that up right now. I gotta get my ticket for that. I need to go to that show. Yeah, I missed, I'd, I'd I like missed to see, Pantera. So I would I like to see Slayer. Kiss. I would like to see Kiss, even though it's not really Kiss. It's like it's still Gene, Kiss, Gene and Paul, and that's the downside of when you do that, where you when you have like the the makeup and shit on, you make yourself susceptible to becoming a, what's called a ghost band. You ever heard of that phrase? No, but I assume it's, it could be anybody. Like May eleventh, so cool. I gotta get my ticket for that. Um, so. Whenever you have a, whether it's a composer or artist and the band keeps going, it's considered a ghost band. So, you know, Glenn Miller, like the orchestra, like old, like jazz swing orchestra, Glenn Miller. They still have the Glenn Miller band, but it's a ghost band. It's just all completely different people. But it's kind of like, but at one point they knew somebody from the previous incarnation of the band played with somebody that's in the band No, not even. You don't even have to be. You don't even have to be. So if there's like a Miles Davis quintet, Miles Davis is clearly not alive and half of those people aren't, then you could still call it the Miles Davis quintet and you could go. So like the Jimi Hendrix experience, if there was a Jimi Hendrix experience going out there now where it was just sanctioned that that's them, that's considered a ghost band. That's why like Queen is still Queen and not a ghost band, even though they have what's his face in there. Yeah, I'm I'm listening to the David Lee Roth on uh, the podcast on Rogan. Yeah, I still gotta listen to that. It's aw- he's awesome, and he's, he's like so really cool. he's he's really intelligent. He goes yeah. deep into stuff, and he's talking about how there's like a difference between bands. He's like he's like Toto's one of my favorite. Like I can't remember the term he used. Prog rock. No, no, no. It had nothing to do with that. Like, like there was a certain kind of band. Right. Meaning, you could walk, you could, you could, those guys can walk in public anywhere. And you'll never know who they and are. And you'll never know that. Yeah. And they could replace anybody in the band, and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Same with um, Journey. Yeah. They could replace anybody in the band. Of, oh, they did. Right. Even Steve Perry. Well, you know how That's he got a, his, like, the, or his replacement. Yeah. It's like, I put YouTube video. Yep. That sucks. But um, he's like, but Van Halen, you couldn't do that. They tried doing that, and it's like, it was just a like I like personally, I loved uh, Sammy, Hagar. Sammy Hagar and Van Halen. I loved, yeah. I loved fifty one fifty O U eight one two. They're good albums for, for Al- on, car- on the awful carnal knowledge. It's a different. It's that's exactly it. Yeah. It's not. The same as Van Halen. With I can't David even Roth. say I didn't grow up in the heyday of Van Halen in eighties and all that stuff. But Van Halen, Sammy, not Sammy Hagar, um, David Lee Roth is Van Halen. You couldn't have Hot for Teacher. You couldn't have. Um, gosh, I can't even think of half the song. Like Ice Cream Man. California girls, like even though like that's a cover, like you couldn't have "Dance the Night Away," all those songs that are just running with the devil. 
Panama. Like, can you really can Sammy Hagar really pull off Panama? Well, no. you know, no, but they didn't. That that's the beauty. Well, that's when they did the Best of Both Worlds tour. Yeah, but but Sammy Hagar didn't sing. Yeah, but if you're gonna go see Van Halen, you want to hear Panama. You want to hear? No, jump. I would. I would if I want. No, if, if I go see Van Halen, it, it, who, like the only incarnation of Van Halen I wouldn't want to see was the one with the guy from Extreme, uh, Gary. Can't remember his name. The singer, the singer for yeah. Extreme. Um, that really wasn't extreme. that was. Um, they had like I remember the music video was like them in uh, in like some ice cavern and yes, stuff like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I that album didn't do too good. Yeah, and then and I can't remember if that was before or after. If you want to see, they how, got rid of Michael Anthony, which was that was way before. No, that was way before. Michael which, Anthony uh, got replaced. Um, only like four or five years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah, by by Van, Van Halen's Hale, Wolfgang. Wolfgang, which like doesn't it suck? How like I know that fucking much about that. Well, That's how. Yeah. Well, I knew that. Yeah, it's like what what I think it was. Uh, but what's funny is Michael Anthony and Sammy Hagar started off their own thing. Have their own thing. Which Sammy Hagar? Which what's funny is I've heard you know Sammy Hagar say how important Michael Anthony has always been to the Van Halen sound, even with David Lee Roth because of his voice, his uh, how his voice backed everybody else. Everybody else's, yeah, yeah, because it's definitely not his bass playing. His bass playing is definitely super replaceable. He didn't do that much. He doesn't have any crazy bass solos or anything that you'd ever think of. No, but look, he's in a he's in a band with classically trained musicians like Eddie and and yeah, Eddie and Alex and Alex. Yeah, no, like Eddie is just in a like if you ever want to see how bad his coke problem was, look up Van Halen takes um, what the hell like um, PV guitar tour. So he's walking around, I think it's PV, might have been Ernie Ball, whatever. He's taking a tour around this, like, guitar factory, and he's talking, and he looks at the camera, and his teeth are black. They are black. They're destroyed. His teeth are just a total wreck. And then you can see that he ended up getting, like, dentures or veneers or whatever, but his teeth are disgusting. Like, go look it up. It's really bad to see how, and you could tell that he was on something. Like, he was completely coked out. On that whole like trip, it's like, come on, dude, you can put it down. It's for a funny as, as as when I was a kid, Eddie seemed like this shy, like like he didn't seem like he would be, uh, like well because you never put it out there, like a band leader. Yeah, you, you know they, what I'm saying. They never put that out there. They they knew the image that they were portraying. They knew exactly what they were doing, but then their ego got the best of them. And then like Sammy's like, um, or Van or David Lee Roth isn't gonna sit there and be like, hey guys. Fine, I'll deal with your bullshit. No. Come on now. And David Lee Roth has a pretty good album on his own. Yankee Rose is really good. He's got a couple of good songs. And he did them with um, Steve Vai. No, yeah. Yes. Yankee uh, well, Yankee Rose and then uh, what was the other one? Uh, he did the cover on a gigolo. Yeah, but he also did Just like... Gigolo. Standing on top. No, that's that's the, still Van Halen. Yeah, no, no, that. Standing no, no, the, on um, top. The video, the, vi- the video of him on the mountain, of oh, David Lee Roth on the mountain. Can't remember that. Um, I can't remember what that song was, but it's a. You know, it's funny how the, a lot of that music, like 
5150 right. is like the soundtrack to your the, childhood. The, well, the soundtrack of when I was 13 years old. Yeah. Like I can, if I put that in, it just takes you back. I, I'm 13 years old again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I listened to it all summer at my grandparents up in Buffalo. Yeah. Like that, Tape didn't come out of my Sony yellow Sony Walkman. Yeah, remember when people had fuck? You always thinking about the other day. Remember when people had the uh, the portable Walkman, the earphones with the antenna? Oh yeah, yeah. They just got radio station. That was that's the original Walkman. But no, it wasn't a Walkman. It was something else that they called it. So for people who don't know, if you want to get thrown into the past to see how crazy shit really was. What the hell were they called? I guess it wasn't a Walkman. That was that was no. the original Walkman was a radio that you just it was no tape. No, or the anything. Walkman was the the actual no, the tape original cassette. Walkman. Yeah, was just a headset with a radio. So imagine like headphones that you get on an airplane, the old school, traditional, simple, over the ears, with a solid six inch antenna sticking out of each ear. And you have a little dial that you could change from AM to FM. And then you could, like, the other ear was maybe four or five different random number stations that they put on no, there. No, it had a dial. Some had, had a tuner, a but then tuner. the other ones had, like, automatic. It would be, like, 99.5 and then 88.5. Fuck, man. I remember that the other day. It's like, that would, shit would never work now. But then you look at it. It's like, how is that really that much different from, like, the, the ear pods? Well, it's because it's connected to a phone and you don't have right but at the end of the day you're carrying around more stuff now than you did back then yeah like i as far as a phone i mean the only thing that you really added was a phone right which you're not using while you're running other than playing the music so then you really just made it more inconvenient for yourself more than unless it's an emergency yeah now it's now it's like i don't know if phones have become i'm gonna bring that back you got the the uh the fanny pack. I'm bringing back those headphones. <laughs> It'd actually be pretty cool to have them, and you just kind of uh, hack them and turn them into little like USB MP3 players. That'd actually be kind of funny. No. Yeah. Bullshit. I'd rather you, that'd be cooler if you turn that helmet into a into an actual music. Yeah, I would. Well, I I wanted to. I wanted to turn this thing into an actual uh, usable helmet for the plane. For when I go on the plane with my dad, but I would have to take that thing apart, and I do not know that much about electronics. Look what your dad does. No, nah, it's a lot of work. I think it's time to to wrap it up, right? Yep, for sure. Yeah, we should wrap it up. Um, we learned anything this week? The last two weeks? Yeah, it's how to get rid of a boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that only goes to half our our audience. What about the women? You think half of our audience is women? Yeah, actually, I do. I think a lot of them do. I do not think so. I'm pretty sure I, it's true. <laughs> Maybe. Don't well, believe me. Well, you know how they can make a boater go uh, away? Well, there's different ways to do that. <laughs> All right. That is going to be it for us. As always, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, all those awesome places. And make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, that's something I wanted to tell you. I'll tell you off the air. Um, follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ. Follow me at Sonder Marketing. And you can follow the podcast at Jiu Jitsu Radio. Check out our sponsors, Choke Aloha, 
Giraffe Choke, Jiu-Jitsu Sobco, and Nomad. Thank you all for the support, and we will catch you next week. Peace. You can't <laughs>